Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Education in Daba on the Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala barakatuh. Welcome back to Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and 95.8 in the Boerland. Now we continue our uh, program this evening and as we said earlier we're going to be chatting about an article that speaks to a principal having been stabbed at a Cape Town school. The principal of a Cape Town school survived a stabbing on the school's premises on Wednesday morning following alleged threats against him for proceeding with a disciplinary hearing against a pupil. Wayne Abrams of Bishop's Lavis School of Skills was attacked by two assailants who accosted him in the foyer of the building, knifing him in the head, neck, shoulder and the chest. The Western Cape Education Department has confirmed this. Now, as we said, we earlier received an SMS from one of our listeners saying, uh, you know, why in heaven's name would you want to stab someone as dear as Wayne Abrams? And then best wishes to Wayne for a full and speedy recovery. This man is a bar of gold. Now, we are chatting about violence within our schools. And for this discussion, we are joined in studio by Mr. Tony Marshall, who is the headmaster at Odemolan. Uh, Academy of Science and Technology. Mr. Marshall, a very good evening to you. Salaamu Alaikum to you and your many, many listeners. Tony Shukran, and thanks for joining us in studio. Tony, being a principal at Odemolan, you know, the recent article of the stabbing of Wayne Abrams, you know, the violence against our educators that prevails at our institutions, where would you quickly want to start this discussion? I think most importantly, Ridwan, is that violence begets violence. There's no question as far as that's concerned. I had a wonderful member of the governing body, uh, a fellow by the name of Dr. Well, let me not mention his name because I don't have his permission. But he always said, an eye for an eye leaves everybody blind. (laughs) An eye for an eye leaves everybody blind. And that is absolutely the truth. The second thing that I would like to say, that in education we, we, we have to say that we cannot understand that People will undermine every effort to develop the future of our country. Mm -hmm. The School of Skills is a very special school. It creates opportunities for youngsters to go out there and live a life of dignity. To be the principal of a school like that is no mean feat. Mm It doesn't necessarily talk about all his qualifications, except that this man has a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Okay, my attention very quickly to the SMS line. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Ridwan. Yasira, in your opinion and experience, what is the most important thing that has to change to make our education system better? I am sure there is a host of things, but what is the most important ones you think of? Shukran, love your show. Well, a very shukran there to our listeners for their participation. Uh, I, I don't think we'll get into it this evening, yeah. inshallah. We'll probably try and get another one next week, inshallah. Now, the SMS says, Ridwan, not meaning to sound biased, but look at the difference between our public and Islamic and or other religious schools. Well, we're just going on to the next segment now, as we said, around the safety of educators. Tony, is it a real concern within our institutions, you know, the safety of our educators? Of course it is. 
There can be no denying the fact that there is not a school that isn't affected by its community. Mm -hmm. What happens in the community happens in the school. Yes, you know? Look, um, Shukran Ridwan, and you know, I, I've been looking at this, and you have educators, and I think for uh, a numerous um, while back, you know, in a lot of shows, they've been asking, you know, what is the rights of educators? This is not something new, Ridwan. I think the main departure point was the Rose High incident, where educators, and since then, have been fighting for if the if the rights of the child is protected, we understand that, we support that. They're saying, but what is my right? in education and how do I call on those rights to be implemented within my working environment now there is nothing we can say to make or, or shed any kind of making this situation lighter than saying this man was stabbed Ridwan continuously within his working environment now you know our colleagues speak and, and you know we've had interactions so they're asking the question has this been reported before? What has our employer done? What measures are put in place to ensure that we are safe in our environment? It's a human right. It's, it's written in the Constitution. Yet we are expected to be, as you know, our previous guest said, multifaceted. Um, come in with the correct tools, apply it, etc. and so on. How do I do all that? if I don't feel safe in my own environment. Can I just ask Mr. Marshall, <laughs> I know that the Western Cape Education Department, for example, has a safety manual. Uh, you know, how do you think that safety manual latches onto or addresses the current prevailing situation within our schooling system? Ridwan, and any policy is there when people have forgotten who they are, when people have forgotten their values then policy is a reminder of who you are and what you stand for and if we are honest we must say we are our brother's keeper I have to I have I have to I have no choice but to care about the welfare of my brother my sister my brother's sister my brother's brother mm -hmm. and their children and their parents we have to care about each other now teachers are the only people who lose sleep about other people's children mm -hmm. <laughs> why don't we get that mm. why don't we get why don't we say whatever else might be happening a teacher is sacrosanct a teacher is dedicating his life her life to the future of our children, our children, our children. Mm -hmm. If we don't accept that, then we are saying, Wayne Abrams, it's nice of you to offer up your life, but we're going to take your life. Mm. How terrible is that? How can anybody, anybody, particularly those of us who are in the faith communities, how can we turn a blind eye to that? I come back to this turning a blind eye. An eye for an eye leaves everybody Be blind. blind. Okay, but can I ask, obviously Tony, I mean we're saying that, you know, there are these safety manuals, there are safety procedures put in place. 
but yet we find a situation where these uh, people came onto the school grounds in the broad daylight and stabbed a principal and who's in a critical condition in the hospital. Now, as a principal, as we said, of a school and we said, oh, the Molin Academy of Science and the Technology, what would you want to see either WCD or any other stakeholders within the educational arena that they do to protect and look after the interest of our educators? Ridwan, there can be no question that what we have to do is address the social ills in our communities. There can be no question that we have to accept that education leads to a dignified job, a dignified life. Why is it that youngsters feel that they must resort to something else, that they must give up their self-respect in order to achieve a life that they think is worth living? Surely we must address that. So. This is not a single-faceted thing. This is a multi-faceted thing. We've got to have an education that is respected. Mm -hmm. We've got to have an education that is sought after. Not something that if you get to university, then you'll get a decent job. Any, any proper education must lead you to a decent, dignified life. A job <laughs> worth having. Okay, I've, got a, young lady. I've got an SMS here from 6945 <laughs> and it says, way to go, Tony. Thank you. Well, once again, a very big thank you and shukran to all our listeners for their participation. Yes, you like we come in from your side. Um, and and I, you know, I need to agree with Tony and I mean, social ills we know are portrayed in our classrooms. We, um, you know, align it with behavior. We say, because it's what the children see in the community, they model what they see, they bring it to school, they unhappy, etc. and so on. But I'm going to come again to the point, you know, Ridwan, around um, educators are asking these questions. How am I protected against behavior that spills over where my life is threatened, where I am in danger? So surely there needs to be Besides us as the community raising our children and combating social ills, surely there has to be other mechanisms put in place, Ridwan, that protects educators at work. They cannot be the byproduct of us having a better education. And that should never, ever be the stance that any professional takes in education uh, towards educators. We cannot have that. Without educators, there are no schools. Mm-hmm. For that, yes, another SMS here says, Policies are rhetoric. Life in South Africa has become very cheap. Well, I would like to hear from our educators out there if you want to comment on any issue that you feel is related to the safety of educators at schools or teachers or staff at schools. We're chatting very briefly around a recent incident where a principal at a Bishop Lavers school was stabbed several times and is currently in a critical condition in the hospital. Now there's an SMS here that says parents must change their outlook on education, morals and values must be inculcated at home. An SMS here from 9762 says the teachers must just down tools and boycott the department until something is being done. Another SMS says, uh, okay, so I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, both my boys have finished school. 
My experience was the permission of the schools. I attended classes with my kids. Only then did I realize how badly students behave. I challenged any parent to join the classes of the kids to see what can be done. What I did was to call in the parents to explain what abuse their kids do towards teachers. Children are bored at schools since the religious studies, needlework, home economics and woodwork was taken from the curriculum. Before that, subjects was a reason for giving your best. Like competitive, now just sitting and learning has become boring. Kids give a reason to excel. Shukran wassalam. Well, once again, a very big shukran to our listeners. Another ECMC from 5192 says, Assalamu alaikum. I agree with Tony. Well, that's strange. Not many people do. I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, I agree with Tony. I have a friend who has a case where the learner brought his brother to school and his brother is a gang member just because he didn't hand in his task and the teacher gave him a note. The teachers cannot play security for other people's children. If you know your child is a problem, take care of the problem, speak to your child, don't make your child other people's problems. Just like you as parents want to put a piece of bread on the table, teachers have to do the same. But then send your well-mannered child to school. You cannot handle the child but expect the teacher to do so. Another SMS says South Africa already at junk status. What is next on the list? Have you ever seen so many protests in a country deeming itself to be a, dem- a, dem- a democracy? I'm at a loss for words. Now, Tony, well, once again, firstly, a very big shukran to our listeners. Just maybe a quick comment on some of these. Two uh, quick comments. First of all, ladies and gentlemen out there, as people of faith, we cannot give up hope. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, we must not shift the blame or shift the responsibility. We know what is right. We must do what is right. And there is no question about that. Now, I want to start a new hashtag, if I may. Hashtag, teachers matter to me. Mm. Hashtag, teachers matter to me. Hashtag, teachers matter to me. Because our teachers are the people who must be protected. And please, let's not say it's only in this community or only in that community or only in the other community. There are various forms of violence. The most obviously obnoxious and dangerous form of violence is physical violence but let's not forget the emotional violence let's not forget the rampant disrespect that youngsters are encouraged to display because they are not told hashtag teachers matter to me because the teacher is the lever that's going to get me into a good, decent, proud life. Okay, Tony, sorry, time is really catching up with us, but there is a message here that came through that said, well said, Mr. Marshall, keep up the good work, Mrs. Slamang. So I don't know, Tony, if you remember <laughs> Mrs. Slamang. Oh, I do. Uh, okay. Thank you, ma'am. Well, and then another SMS says, Ridwan, you missed a vital message of mine. Well, I do apologize if I did that, as just all the messages are coming through, and I really need to also get uh, to my guest in the studio. Now, Tony, we've got about another three minutes or so. We're speaking, as we said, the safety of our educators, our staff at schools. Anything in conclusion, you know, a very strong message, apart from hashtag teachers matter. To me. To me. Yes. Anything else you want to say? Yes. Um, There can be no question that faith communities throughout the Western Cape have got to be clear that violence is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. We've got to say that. Now, unacceptable is the wrong word 
We see it in so many of these statements from all and sundry. Violence is unacceptable. What do you mean by that? Violence must be deplored. It must be stopped. Not unacceptable. Let's be clear about that. Any form of violence against our future, which is what is happening in terms of our education. Ladies and gentlemen, let's be clear. Ridwan, Yasira, is a child who wants to be in education going to become a teacher who is going to go back into a system that is abusive, that is dangerous? Of course not. And so we have to take the long view as well as the short view. Hashtag teachers matter to me. Can I just say to you, Tony, thanks very much for that. In fact, we've got an SMS here from 4258 that says hashtag teachers matter to me. Awesome. So thanks very much for that, Tony. And SMS here says this will go a long way in ensuring our learners are in the right professional hands and the teachers remain passionate and not <laughs> overwhelmed. Now, you see, unfortunately, I'm not going to, I can't well, it's let's okay. give you a quick comment. No, no, yes, it's, it's okay, Rinwan. I think we, we can wrap up with Tony and I need to agree with Tony and, you know, I'm so grateful that the listeners and, and some of our educators are participating. Their voices need to be heard. Con- Concerns need to be addressed and you know I'm sitting here and I'm speaking as somebody in education who is at a school who deals with this kind of as Tony said, we can't say unacceptable but deplorable violence that is taking place, you know, across our schools and it ranges, but what we know about a range is that it quickly mushrooms into something that we've seen taking place at Bishop Labour School of Skills. So everybody needs to be on board. Parents and educators alike and fight for the right of the educator to be safe within the working environment. Okay, let's give the last word to Tony. 30 seconds quickly, Tony, to wrap up. Every one of us wants our youngsters to be safe. You can't learn if you're not feeling safe. The education department has done a marvelous job about feeding our youngsters. They've done a marvelous job. Why can't we have safe schools for all? Well, Tony, can I just say another SMS from 4704 says, teachers, hashtag, sorry, hashtag teachers matter to me, well said. Well, Tony, thanks very much for your time. We really do appreciate you taking your time out to be with us on Sunday evening and sharing, you know, your inspirational uh, thoughts with us. On that note, I say to you a very big thank you and a pleasant Shukran. evening and a good weekend. Shukran. So from myself, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Donas, until next time, inshallah, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Education in Daba on the Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo.